Here, come sit. Alrighty. Alrighty. Hi guys. This is Phoebe. <laughs> um welcome to the fourth episode. Yeah, this is the fourth episode of the I am Abby T podcast. I am here with Phoebe Marshall, soon to be Pillistorf. How are you doing today, Phoebe? Oh, that was a are. rough morning. We had a rough morning, but I know. we're here now. It's gonna be a good day for the rest of it. I was I was telling Phoebe like, when she was telling me about her morning. I was like, "Are you sure you want to do it today? <laughs> like, <laughs> you want to just reschedule? Like, cr- shit, dude. Like, oh my. She's like, oh no. Like, it's fine. I'll, it's I'll fine. Be, I'll be there. I'll be there in like fifteen minutes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> You're a much better person than I am. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so. Phoebe, so Phoebe is engaged to Justin, and I've known Justin literally since I was a baby. Born, basically. Yeah, literally. Yeah. And um, Justin's that, Em's older sister, if that helps. Emily's, yeah, Emily's my roommate. She was in the second episode of my podcast, and it's her oldest brother. And like, I, you know, like I've seen Justin like have his girlfriends and all of that, you know, like whatever. I mean, he's had like one basically. <laughs> On, yeah just her basically Anna. yeah it was just her and like you know and he had a rough patch with her that's for sure and then like yeah i remember because they were together for a long time but then it's like oh i remember i remember this day like so well too i remember it like literally so well just hearing about justin's like seeing somebody right now i was like wasn't that your mom like yeah think, my like, mom wendy yeah called laura and was like Hey. Yeah. I have something to tell you. I was well I well I I don't think you guys were I think you guys were just hanging out a lot and it was like obvious yeah. that you guys liked each other. Yeah. And I don't like think we weren't together yet. Even. You guys weren't together yet. And I don't even know if I'd met like I had one family dinner here and then like the whole family knew that I was yeah. like not going anywhere. Yeah. But yeah. Before that, I feel like everyone kind of already knew. Like, yeah. I, Justin or I hadn't been like, hey, this is the person that I'm dating to either family system. Yeah. But I think both family systems were like, yeah, I know it's up with you guys. Yeah, yeah. And it was just, and I remember it so well. I was in the kitchen with my mom. I And I think Wendy was on FaceTime. Wendy was on FaceTime. And we were in the kitchen. And she was like, Justin has a new girlfriend. And Wendy was like, no, they're not dating yet. Like, they're not dating yet. They, But it's like, it's obvious that they're, like, she's saying, I mean, like, they obvi- they're going to date, but they're not official yet. And I was like, well, who's this girl? <laughs> like, It's me. I'm the girl. And, like, you know, who is this, like, girl? And, like, sh- and she was like, her name is Phoebe. And as soon as they told me your name is Phoebe, I was like, yes. Like, her <laughs> friend's she's- reference. Yeah, she's named <laughs> off, like, you know phoebe from friends like we're diehard friends fans we're like holy shit her name is phoebe we already love her and then my mom and then the next question and then the next like question she asked me she was like guess how old she is i was like what do you mean i was like what do you mean (laughs) she was like and um, she was like no guess how old she is i was like 35 (laughs) because i was like expecting like because like justin was like 25 or something when Um... you guys first started going out yeah, he, we started dating literally a month to the day after his 25th birthday. We met when he was 24. Yeah, yeah. Now he's 27, which is crazy. Yeah, and so I was, like, expecting, like, this huge, like, eight, like I was, like, 35 or something. She was, like, no, she's 18. You were 18 yeah, at the time. Yeah, 18 anyway. Going on 19. I was, like, as long as she's legal, I don't care. <laughs> I was, like, as long as she's legal, I don't care. 
guy, and Justin and I both thought, we never, like, like, we were in school together. Neither of us thought that we were going to date. Yeah. I was dating someone else when we met. Obviously not when Justin and I were together at right, all. Right, yeah. But, um... I just, like, wasn't looking for a relationship, and I had no idea that he was so much older than me. I thought for sure. Like, he I thought him, young. and I was like, oh, he's probably, like, 22, 23, and yeah. he thought I was 25 when we met. Really? And then I told him May. how old I was. Yeah. Sorry, my puppy's here in the background, and she's probably going to talk a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I remember, like, the first time that he told me how old he was, I was like, you are kidding me. There is no way. I just he, don't believe you. Like, he does not look his age. Yeah. He d- he looks pretty young. He looks pretty young for sure. Everywhere we go, especially like, I don't know, I feel like 27, by that age, most of the people in my life who I know that are 27 or older already have like gray hairs. They have lots of wrinkles. They're like tired. I mean, Justin's body's always tired, but mm-hmm. he's worked manual labor jobs his entire life and yeah. he's really, really hard on his body. So yeah. It makes sense that his body would be in pain even though he's young. <laughs> well, because you guys both met at the in the fire academy, right? Mm. We actually met in the EMS academy. We were both volunteer firefighters at the time. It was one semester before I started my fire academy, and he just finished his volunteer firefighter academy. And we were in, like, the EMT school academy, which was separate from the actual EMT class. It was, like, an emergency medical services academy that we were going through. Um, So, like, are you, like, an actual firefighter? Yeah, I'm, well, so Justin's a volunteer firefighter, and I'm an internationally registered firefighter, which is, like, a little bit different. But, like, dude, you guys, she's a firefighter. (laughs) (laughs) Like, are you kidding? This is the first time Abby's learned this, apparently. I didn't know you No, no, I knew, I I just, (laughs) I just thought, like, maybe you were, like, I, honestly, I thought, like, you're, like, in a program or something. Oh, no, I graduated almost two years ago. But you're, like, an actual firefighter, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I've been working as a firefighter for, like, two years off and on now I've been I started when I was 15 I started in what's called an explorer program which I actually had my last meeting of last night which is kind of crazy um but I started yeah when I was 15 I was a sophomore in high school and I started like doing rides on the fire engine and going to the station twice a month for four hour trainings mm-hmm. um and I've been doing that for five years and I just graduated from that program yeah. last night nice yeah so that nice. was like my five years of experience and then i worked a little bit at a full-time fire department and then went to a part-time volunteer department which is where kevin works mm-hmm. um so that i could work on the ambulance and then i got into photography and now i don't know what i'm doing with my life but here we are <laughs> we'll get to that totally. lots of certs we'll get there yeah but you guys met during that during that first academy yeah i was not a firefighter he just finished his volunteer academy yeah yeah. And then he realized he didn't want to be a firefighter. Um, yeah, well, I don't know if that's totally fair. He's always wanted to be a firefighter. He's been, like, diehard wanting to be part of, like, emergency services. Yeah. Um, but then he went to EMT school and was like, wow, I really hate medicine so much. This is so boring to me. And Justin actually had a shoulder injury that was, like, six and a half years old that he'd never gotten taken care of. And when I was going through the fire academy... And he was thinking about going through the fire academy. He was having chronic shoulder dislocation mm-hmm. like six to eight times a month mm-hmm. um, that led to a shoulder surgery. And he ended up needing to just kind of say goodbye to the fire service because his surgeon had essentially told him, like, you need to wait five years right. if you want to get into the fire service before you even start the training, right. which means he would have gotten into the fire service at, like, 34, which is pretty old, like, being... Part of the fire service is sort of like being a competitive athlete. 
Right. Like, you really need your body to work, and you need to have longevity. Like, most people are chiefs by the time they're 34 or 35. Wow. Or captains, you know, like, they've leveled up a rank. Engineers, if nothing else. Yeah. Um, But, like, starting out as a base-level firefighter with only an EMT certificate at 34 would put you, like, 10 to 15 years behind everybody else. Yeah, totally, totally. So, when you met Justin, you were... You were in a relationship when you met him. Yeah, I was actually dating my high school sweetheart when I met Justin. And we'd been together for, like, a little bit over two years. His family system was, like, nothing that I ever imagined myself being a part of. His parents were divorced. His mom was, like, a huge alcoholic who'd remarried to another alcoholic. They both smoked cigarettes chronically. Yeah. Um... I mean, really such good people at heart, yeah. but not the family environment that I was looking for. Because you're very family-oriented. Very, very family-oriented. Very, very, I mean, a family really is and always will be the most important thing to me. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I really couldn't imagine being part of a family system where that wasn't true. Yeah, so I had been dating him for a while, and we'd sort of, like... The summer before Justin and I got together and my ex-boyfriend and I broke up, I feel like it was, like, maybe the peak of our relationship. Like, that's the happiest we'd ever been was, like, July into August. With you and Justin or you and your ex? No, no, me and my ex. Um, and then, like, the first time that Justin and I ever hung out, I realized that I should not be in the relationship that I was in. Um, Why? What made you realize it? I just hadn't... My ex was not a bad person. I would never wish ill on him. I think he's an incredible human being, and he has an absolutely humongous heart. But I really don't feel that we were well-matched in that I am, like, very family-oriented, very, like, snuggly. Honestly, I guess, like, what people would consider to be clingy is really Justin and I's relationship. Yeah. Um, it doesn't feel clingy when both people in the partnership feel that way about each other. Right. Yeah. Um, but like Justin and I just want to be together all the time. We want to do everything together. We want to like share every possible experience that we can. Well, you guys, you guys share um, love languages. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And that, um, yeah, totally. Yeah, hugely. But um, I didn't realize until I met Justin, like all the th- simple things that were missing in the relationship that I was in, like my ex-boyfriend had sort of stopped doing and people are always talking about, like, oh, do the little things. You know, the little things matter the most. And I think it's really true because I'm not – everyone who knows me knows that I am not a big gift person. Like, I don't care what you buy me. I don't care how much money you spend on me. It's not important to me, like, the things you can do for me. But it is important to me the way you make me feel and how you act around people that I love. Exactly. Like, hugely, hugely important. And I would hope that anybody who has any kind of relationship can experience that because really you should be in a relationship that's – supporting who you are as a human being rather than supporting the things that you want that are material. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I just realized, I don't know, like when Justin and I met, he like asked me how my day was going. He'd asked me how my family was doing. He'd asked me like, if he noticed I was down, he'd ask me what was going on. He'd like offer to go grocery shopping with me. So I wasn't bored. He'd offer to like fill my gas tank. So I didn't have to get out of the car. Like, he'd open all the doors for me. Just, like, all these little things that I didn't even really think about before. Yeah. Um, and, like, I don't know. Abby will tell you. I'm, like, a pretty dominant woman. Like, my energy is, like, very dominating. I'm very independent. Um, like, I really have the personality type of, like, don't need no man, don't need anybody. Yeah, totally. Um, it's not who I am internally, but it's totally who I project as being. I'm, like, confident in whatever room I go into. Um, and so I had sort of, like, always worn the pants in any relationship I was in. I was always, like, 
the person who made all the plans. I was the person who made our big decisions. I was the person who, like, would talk to parents on either side if, like, whatever was happening inside the family system didn't, like, work for us as a partnership. Um, And I hadn't really... Not like I hadn't dated manly men or anything, but, like, I'd never dated a guy who was as, like, dominant as I was, personality-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd more dated, like, men who were more submissive. Totally um, laid back, so, like, right, anti-confrontational, super, like... Yes. Yeah. And, like, I love that about Justin. If something's wrong, he's like, hey, babe, this doesn't work for me. I'm like, great, we can talk about it now. If you didn't say anything, I'd have no idea what was going on, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, so I just sort of, like, realized that I needed a partner that was going to meet me halfway in a lot of aspects that I was not being met in the relationships that I'd been in before. And when I met Justin, I was like, oh, you want a family. You want a stable income. You want a home that's not just, like, a house where you live for six months. Yeah. You want to, like, raise kids and you want to be a partnership where you talk about everything. Yeah. Like, people are always asking Justin and I, like, oh, how are you guys so happy? How do you guys get along so well? Because we're, like, anyone who knows us knows that we're, like, pretty much polar people. We don't have very many commonalities at all. Um, but we do have like the same core value system. We have the same communication style and we have like a lot of the same interests, but they're vague. Like we love the outdoors, but Justin like loves to bike and I'd rather be hiking Mm -hmm. or like he loves to be like sitting on the beach. I'd rather be the one surfing, you know, so like we have things we can do in the same place, but they're different things we're doing when we're there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we do have like some stuff that we like to share, but yeah. 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 So I just kind of realized like I was missing a lot of things. Well, that he, I could have been well, and so reaching for. You and Justin were would just study together, right, at first. And then I remember you telling me at one point, you're, you're, and I can take this out of the podcast if you're not comfortable. Oh, I don't care. Like, but your ex-boyfriend felt threatened by Justin, didn't he? So he had said, like, when, I'm trying to remember, honestly. I don't even remember... So I remember Justin being super adamant that if I or my boyfriend at the time felt like Justin and I spending time together wasn't okay, like if it was intrusive on our relationship, that he would back off and he had no problem like removing himself from the situation because he had been in a situation where he had had his toes stepped on and his previous girlfriend basically had been like taken out from under him. Yeah. With very little notice. So he knew what it felt like to feel betrayed and be the person who was, like, in, like, all the short end of the stick, in right. a sense. Right, Um, So I kind of remember, geez, yeah, I wish. I sort of, like, <laughs> blocked out that whole month of <laughs> that end of that last relationship that I was in before Justin and I were together. Um, yeah, I feel like, honestly... He probably was threatened by Justin, but he was not a straightforward communicator. Like, he right. never would have said, I don't want you spending time with him. He's threatening to me. Yeah. Um, he was more like the person to sort of, like, let things simmer and use lots of passive aggression. Yeah. Um, which is not my communication style. Well, like, if someone's looks... annoyed, I'm like, what's up? Talk yeah, to me about seriously. it. Like, if you're going to be frustrated with me, say it to my face, please. Don't I waste, don't want... Don't waste our time, please. Just, yeah, like, like tell I'm us. Not... I don't do well with, like, petty energy. I yeah, don't right? I put up with, I mean, excuse my language, I don't put up with anyone's bullshit. No, yeah. I really don't. And, like, you can swear. anyone. You can swear if you Anyone <laughs> who knows me um, knows that that's true. I, like, absolutely take no shit. And yeah. I won't be pushed around. And when yeah. people are kind of, like, beating around the bush, I'm like, hey, 
look me in the eyes and tell me what I'm doing wrong because I can't fix it. Well, because that it. just shows honestly respect on both of our ends. Like, do absolutely seriously. Don't be a child. Come on, we're both adults. Like, just tell me what's going on. I respect you enough to hear you out and you know, because no, I mean that was even I mean you know and I I you know with em like even moving here moving in with Emily too. It's like when I first moved in with Emily like. Just know I've known Emily my my entire life and I know how she is with confrontation. So I told Emily I was like, totally. I want our friendship to work out and I want this all to work out. And you know, and I was like, so if I'm like pissing you off, I literally want you. I want you to tell me mm-hmm. like, Absolutely. and I I don't want you to sugarcoat it either. No, hundred percent. Because it's like you know I respect you enough to where it's like if I'm offending you, I want to know so I can fix it. Yeah, hundred percent. And I don't. There's just something to me about, I think honestly what it is, like, my mom knows this and I would say it to her face, so I don't feel like I'm backstabbing her by saying this. Um, I grew up with a super, super passive mom. So my, like, female figure that I look up to the most in my life is incredibly passive. Yeah. Um, And so I feel like it's just, it's hard to, it's sort of like, I don't know, whatever people see as childhood wounds or however you would describe it like it's really hard to move forward out of that and not be bothered by people who I view as strong women yeah showing up passively in their relationships it drives me crazy like I just my hope really for every single woman that I come into contact with is that they would leave whatever conversation that I ever have with them feeling like empowered and feeling like they can always be honest about their feelings especially in their relationship with me like I really I just, like, try to breed that into all of my friendships so that when my friends have an issue, even if they're not necessarily a confrontational person, they feel comfort to be confrontational with me instead of being like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. And then leaving the conversation and being like, cool, well, I feel like crap, and I don't know how to express how I feel. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. Yeah. So, like, what was it? So, like, what what was the breaking point in that relationship? I just remember... So, I guess, like... I think, honestly, my ex-boyfriend knew way before I knew that I was, like, slowly falling out of love with him. Mm-hmm. Um, Because we absolutely, I mean, like, we had a really, really sweet relationship for the majority of the time we were together. Right. And like I said, like, I think he's a really incredible person, and I totally don't wish ill for him. But yeah. um, he wasn't the person I was supposed to marry. Right. And I think it just came down to that. Like, when I met Justin, I was like, oh, you could be the person I was supposed to marry. I didn't know at that point. It wasn't like I saw him. And I was like... That's my husband. (laughs) Right. But it wasn't not that way either. You know, like, I saw him and I was like, something about you... You can see him in your You're going to be really important to me. That's how it felt at first. And then, like, the more time we spent together, I was like, holy crap. (laughs) I'm so in love with you. And I can't... Like, I, I don't know. I think, like, your sister's probably experienced this, too. Just, like, being in a relationship and, like, knowing you were falling out of love with the person. But when you're with someone for two years through really formative years of your life, it's really, really hard to, like, accept that maybe even though you put all that time and effort and intention and, like, honestly, in some circumstances, money into that relationship, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, well, like, was it a waste? What did it teach me? Like, if I just leave now... What am I giving up, you know? Yeah. And I was like, honestly, I don't know what I'm giving up. And to me, that says I should leave. Yeah. You know? And I think it's not to say, like, Justin and I were together pretty soon after that relationship ended. And it's not to say that, like, I didn't have moments where I was like, 
oh my god was that a horrible thing that I did did I just like completely break someone's heart and leave them in the dust you know um which like now I know isn't true because he's in another relationship like I don't speak to him anymore so I don't know how he's personally doing but at least the way he presents on social media like he's incredibly happy in his new relationship and his family like all still follows me on social media so I can see that like they're all still doing like lots of things as a family maybe even more so than when we were together mm-hmm. he just seems like his life is really good right yeah, now that's good you know so I just like I mostly just feel really happy for him that he's seems like he's in a better place obviously like we don't speak so I don't know yeah. if that's true and honestly like if we were talking I have no idea if he would be honest with me now given right. our past right um or if he would even feel comfortable talking to me yeah um but he definitely knew like maybe even months before I knew because Justin and I met in August and my relationship prior to Justin ended in October mm-hmm. um so I think like he probably knew like, at the beginning of September or something, and I didn't know until almost the end of October. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think, like, I don't want to say that it's, like, every relationship is this way, but I think in a lot of relationships, and the ones I've been in, at least one person in the partnership, like, definitively knows that the end is coming before the other one does. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, Yeah, but I definitely, like, I started to, I think it really was, like, I could pick up on the fact that he knew something that I didn't. Yeah. And that started affecting our relationship because he, I think, was afraid to... He didn't want to, like, plant an idea in my head, you know? Um, but I remember, like, the... Literally, actually, the breakup fight that we had. Now I'm, like, remembering. Now that we're talking about it more. I literally remember him telling me, like, oh, you should just be with Justin. Like, he takes better care of you. Like, you're obviously happier when you spend time with him. Like... You always come home happier from school than you do leaving. Like, you'd rather be with him. All you do is talk about spending time with your friends from school. Like, because he didn't, he at the time didn't know what he wanted to do, but he was taking, like, lots of computer science classes. Like, they, our careers could not have been on more polar ends of the spectrum. He was like, you'd rather be hanging out with all these people anyway. Like, they understand you. Like, I'll never understand you. Um, and the last fight we ever had, he literally like convinced me to date Justin by telling me all these things that I hadn't really thought about because I was committed to loving this other person. Yeah. But he was like, he like takes you out, like he buys your food. He opens your doors for you. He takes care of you. He shows up for you. Like his family already loves you, obviously, because he says that like his parents never stopped talking about wanting to meet you, you know, like. So was he telling you all this in anger or was he telling you this like, you know, you oh, should he honestly was... date him? Um, I think it was mixed. I mean, he, he knew that that was what was best for me before I knew it. Right. Um, but he was yelling it at me. So it wasn't like, we weren't like sitting on the couch quietly and he was like, hey babe, like, you know, I've noticed that I think you'd be happier with this other person. It was like, I can't fucking believe that like, you don't know that you should be with this other person. And like, Mabel. Mabel, do you want to go outside? Let's go outside. Yeah, I think, like, literally our last fight before he left, like, we didn't, I'm not, anyone who knows me knows that I'm, like, super confrontational, but I am not a yeller. Like, I only yell out of excitement or happiness. Yeah. If I'm really mad, I cry, but I don't yell. I never yell. 
Um, I'm not a yeller either. It's, it's like actually, not a personality trait of mine. I yeah. don't understand anger at all. Well, it's just like if somebody is just yelling at me in anger, I'm like, you honestly think you're gonna get to me talking to me like that? Yeah, you're absolutely. Get through not. to me talking to me like that? Like, no. And I'm not saying like, I'm would never claim to be like above expressing anger that way. It's right. just like not. It's not the emotion that surfaces for me. Like mostly when I get really mad, I just get sad about the fact that like. Either the two of us can't come to an agreement or I am, it just sucks to feel angry, you know? Like, that's not an emotion that I like to admit and it's not, like, something that sits well for me. Um, It's like when I'm really angry at someone, like, I might roll my eyes at you or I might, like, I don't know, let out a deep breath to, like, express that I'm frustrated, you know? (laughs) I really might, but, like... I would have to be so, so mad for you to catch me yelling at somebody. Like, I don't even remember ever being mad enough to, like, scream at someone. I think, like, in the final fight with my ex-boyfriend, I did, like, raise my voice, but I wasn't even, like, my vocal cords weren't even strained. I was just like, I'm sorry. I don't know what you want me to do. You know? Like, that's the extent. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, he definitely knew that things were ending before I did, though. And we ended, like... The last time that I saw him to, like, bring him his stuff back, we, like, hugged and talked a little bit. And, like, things seemed really normal. Um, and, like, the night he left my house that we decided we were breaking up, like, it was, like, really calm by the time we'd gotten to that point. Yeah. Like, we he'd come over at, like, 6 p.m. And he, I think he left at, like, 2 in the morning after we'd, like, yelled at each other and talked and, like taken the, like, photos of us off the walls in my bedroom and, like, packed up the stuff that was at my house that I could think of finding immediately, you know? Yeah. Um, so we sort of, like, I don't know, we sort of, like, buried the relationship together that night, I feel like. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mm. What made you guys feel like you had to bury the relationship? I just, like, I don't know, I think that's more a figure of speech, you know? Like, we sort of, like... Like, close the chapter, basically. Yeah, like, we just had to, it was time. Yeah. Um, you know, our, our relationship had, like, definitely run its course and, like, maybe had even, you know, like, I have no idea, had I not met Justin when I met him, I have no idea if we'd still be together or not. Right. I think probably not. Yeah. Um, like, I don't have remaining feelings for him and obviously he doesn't for me since he's in, like, this happy relationship and posts it all over social media, you know? Yeah. Not that social media is, like, the defining factor of how human beings no, feel. Right, but, right. um if he's happy enough to, like, share pictures of, like, his incredibly beautiful, seemingly sweet girlfriend all over the internet. Did he ever do that with you? Did he ever do that? Oh, all the time. Oh, good. All the time. I was, like, the only thing on his Instagram. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Fan page dedicated to Phoebe Marshall. Pretty much. Um, And, like, I had a great relationship with his friends. Like, there wasn't anything... Like, honestly, his family history was the thing that was fundamentally wrong with that relationship. It wasn't him. It was, like, the trauma that he had suffered as a child that carried over into his persona and his attitude as an adult, Um, which is, like, so beyond his control. Right. And, like I said, I would never fault him for that or wish I'll. I just don't. I'm thankful to be in a relationship where the family system that supports the person that I love is so good. Not just supports Um, the person that you love, but also supports you. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That, I mean, anyone who's like knows my relationship with Justin's family, like I consider Justin's parents to be my parents. Yeah. Like there are things, sorry mom, but there are things that I'll call Wendy for that I wouldn't talk to my mom about, right. you know? Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, that's honestly, <laughs> no, that's honestly normal. I mean, there's, or, you know. Like normal in any healthy relationship, I think. Um, just the way, like there's totally stuff like Justin goes to my dad for stuff that maybe he wouldn't go to Phil for. 
or even to my like ah oh, that's not true he would go to Monday over like literally anybody that's not true um <laughs> just he's such mama's a mama's boy, boy. yeah they, they both so are cute. all their boys are such mama's boys yeah oh my god it's so true I feel like Rach is like the only like outlier like I feel like Rach might go to Wendy before Phil but like M is a total daddy's girl yeah the boys are totally mama's boys and then Rach is just like I don't know I'm independent I don't really need you. I know right <laughs> yeah oh my gosh I totally agree with that like Rachel was like I don't know I can I, I don't need to talk to them like you I think know. I don't know part of it is like well when she has Kev so she already has like an right, adult you know, that lives married. with her that she yeah. can be with yeah. but also like I feel like Rach sometimes is, like, so busy being such a good mom that, like, she forgets that she needs to take care of herself, too. So, like, totally. she wouldn't – she puts her boys above literally everything else, including Kev, you yeah. know? I mean, she's just, like, such a good mom and a good wife that I feel like sometimes she forgets that, like, it's okay for her to need support from other people, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. She rocks. She does her own shit. Rachel rocks. She's the best. We love Rachel. That's the tagline of this podcast. Rachel rocks. <laughs> Rachel rocks. Hashtag Rachel rocks. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean all the kids. I'm just so... I also, like... Part of it, this is so rambly, but part of it, like, when I met Justin and he told me he had three siblings, I was like, I don't know, man. I always wanted a big family. Now I got one. You know, yeah. like, my whole life, my sister was like dang it mom like I should have been born second I wanted an older brother and I was oh, like yeah. dang it mom I was supposed to be the oldest like my sister and I still to this day joke that I'm like like the higher functioning child like she's the one who calls me when she's having a bad day mm-hmm. you know yeah and I'm like I don't need anyone I got this <laughs> you know <laughs> um oh I mean literally like my parents both wrote me my birthday was two days ago and my parents literally both wrote me like the most beautiful thoughtful birthday cards about like you know just like things they write in cards like oh love you so much you know like proud of you blah 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 blah. um which I also should mention like I feel so blessed to have parents that think that highly of me and like are that supportive of who I am because I know that's not always true for everybody yeah um but both of them like 90% of both of their cards was about like my level of independence and how like I just do what I want regardless of the world tells me to do and how like they stopped parenting me way before I turned 21 because they just didn't know what to tell me anymore you know they were like if you come to me for advice I'll give it to you but you never ask me for anything so I can't really parent you the same way that I would parent like your sister you know or like parent any other child that we would have been given had we not been given you who apparently has been an adult your whole life you know or like my mom's always making jokes about how like when I ask her for help, she's like, wow, you haven't asked me for help since you didn't know how to tie your shoes when you were three. You know? Like, <laughs> there you go. And it's not untrue. Um, but I think, like, going back to Justin and I's relationship, like, I needed someone who could meet me on that same level of independence because I was right. so, like, I'm not, I totally do cook all of Justin's meals, do his laundry, and keep our house clean mm-hmm. while working, like, mm-hmm. 60 to 80 hours a week. I'd be lying if I said I didn't do all those things. Um, but Justin's capable of doing all those things. Yeah. Like, I could never be with someone who was incapable of caring for themselves. Well, yeah, and I don't you think know? he doesn't expect it either of you either. Oh, my God, not at yeah, all. It's yeah. annoying to him. He'll get home <laughs> and be really? Like, yeah, he'll get home and be like, babe, you already did the dishes. You didn't leave anything for me to do. How am I supposed to help you if you leave nothing for me to do? You know, mm-hmm. like, you're always tired. Just leave stuff. You're like, I'm sorry, I'm just OCD. <laughs> 
what it is. Um, that was that was a stab at me. Abby's making fun of me because I was diagnosed with OCD, and it really <laughs> no. shows in everything that I do. Um, <laughs> there's times, no, there's times where it's like when we're having family dinners, and I'm in my room, and Phoebe comes in in, it, and in like my room. She's just, her room. she's just slightly like organizing. I'm like, damn, what are you trying to say? <laughs> I remember, like, the first time I ever went into Abby's room, and she was like, oh, my God, it's such a mess in here. And, like, ironically, I think it's, like, one of the cleaner times your room has been. But I think you knew that I was like that. And yeah. Like, oh, no, yeah. I, I totally have to excuse how this looks so she doesn't think this is who I am. Yeah. But, like, it is who you are, and it's not even a bad thing. It's just, yeah. like, part of, like, some people are obscenely neat, like me, to an annoying level. Like, Justin's like, dude, it's yeah. not a problem that you left a receipt on the counter. I'm like, well, I don't need it. I got to throw it out, you know? <laughs> Um, and then there's people like abby who like it doesn't bug you if you have laundry on your floor and i'm like justin the laundry basket is empty why are there socks on the floor next to it like (laughs) put them inside the basket um that's here's the thing my room is small my room is small okay and i have a lot of crap in my room okay and i didn't i packed way more than i should when i first moved up here so literally it's like when i change and i just change out of clothes and I don't put them away. But, like, <laughs> it looks the like a pigsty. Yeah. Well, it's also true. Like, I mean, Justin, I don't know if, like, Abby talked about this before. How many people, like, cycle through this house that Justin's parents' house live in? Or no, Justin's I've never talked about it. Um, but literally, like, every person who's ever entered the family system in any way has lived in this house. Like, Rachel and Kevin. Oh, actually, did they live in this house together? No, they didn't. I don't think that's true. I lied. Rachel and Kevin didn't. But Rachel did, obviously, because she grew up here. Abby's lived here. Josh um, and Kina. Josh and Kina here. have both lived here. Our first cousins, or Justin's first cousin and his wife. So like, I guess that's my first cousins in law or something. Yeah. I don't know how that works. Rachel or Wendy's um, Wendy's brother has lived here. At Wendy's brothers lived here. Didn't Sandy? Did Sandy live here, or did they move out of Sandy's house to move in here? I don't know. I think they moved out of Sandy's house okay. to live here. Maybe that's not. Yeah, like not quite everyone, but like all the girlfriends of any person who's lived here. Yeah. Er, yeah yeah totally all the boys um, um girlfriends at the time they've lived here they've lived here for sure um so it's just sort of like this revolving door so like abby's like saying that like these rooms are tiny the rooms in this house are like all eight by eight or eight by ten bedrooms which for people who like don't know geographic layouts of floor plans that literally fits like a bedroom and a dresser and maybe a desk comfortably and beyond that everything feels cluttered yeah my room um, is cluttery and that's not even true like that's true for people even who don't have issues with, like, large amounts of stuff or clutter. Yeah. Like, even Abby and M, who both have no problem with, like, cozy spaces with lots of things. Um, like, both of you guys feel like your rooms are small. And Jake always was like, I can't fit anything in here. Like, Jacob, Justin's little brother, who's the third child of the four of them. M's the youngest. Um I remember when he moved in, he was like, well, I'd get a queen bed, but then I'd have a room like Justin and Phoebe's. And literally, like, when I was living here during Fire Academy, so Justin and I could still see each other. You guys were in my room, right? Um, we were in Jake's old room. Oh. We actually, like, the reason Jake's room is, like, that color is because we painted it because I was like, we can't live in a room that's khaki. It's so ugly. Yeah. <laughs> and Justin was go. like, let's do blue. And I was like, that's a horrible color for a room. We're not five-year-old boys, but okay, that's fine. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm pretty sure the only things, like, Justin and I ever disagree on are, like, what stuff belongs in a room and, like, colors of interior decor. That's, yeah. like, it. That's yeah. all we talk about. Yeah. Um... But, like, when we had that room, it literally was, I think, Justin? No, we had the same bed we had now. So, we had a queen-size mattress, 
two desks, two shelving units, and like an overflowing closet. Because I have almost no clothes that are my own. But at the time, I had all my uniforms from the station I was already part of before Fire Academy, all my uniforms for EMT school, and all my uniforms for Fire Academy. And I was in school, like, 50 hours a week, so I never had time to do laundry. Right. Um, And that, like, didn't even include the time I commuted to and from campus or the time I studied at home. That was just, like, the in-class hours were like that. Yeah. Um... And and it was, like, I mean, it's a room that's small for one person, and it was a tiny room for two people. Like, it's definitely the rooms here are meant for one person and one person Oh, my gosh. Yeah, seriously. No, I have a queen bed in my room, and I probably have, like, three feet of walking space between my bed and my closet. But it's, like, you know, I don't need it And the door is right next to it. Yeah, right? You know, it's, like, I don't need it, honestly, and it's, you know, it's just just a place where, honestly, I sleep and I edit, so. Totally. Photographer life. Yeah, let's talk about that. Um, so Phoebe is also a photographer as well, as well as I am. You started your photography business. When did you start yours? So I actually, I've been taking portraits since I was like thir- 12, 13, 14. For my 13th birthday, I got my first camera. Um, and I had like a Rebel XS, which is a super base model Canon camera. Um, and I actually had that camera up until June of this year. I'd been doing photo off and on basically since I was 14, but I never really thought about trying to profit off of it because it was just like a fun creative outlet I had. I've mm. always been a tomboy. I've never, like I said, like I've never really felt like I needed like other people's assistance. So like for me to build a business, I wanted to, I don't know if I knew this when I was 13, but like I wanted to do it on my own. I always want to do everything by myself, which like drives my family and my fiance completely crazy. Um, hopefully it's not like that when we have kids. I'll probably give it up then. But, um, yeah, I just like, it was always something that I came back to. Like I finished high school, went back to photography, enrolled in college, went back to photography, um, like transferred schools in high school from one high school to another photography in the middle. Um, and I got really burnt out this last year, not only from like COVID and like family changes. My grandpa moved in with us cause he's ailing. He's doing, he's stable, but he's like slowly ailing and getting older. Um, it just needs some more supportive care. Um, and like my dad's business really took off, which is amazing, but also took like put some stress on both parents for that. Um, and my sister moved to New York, like this whole year has been totally crazy, um and I was like working on an ambulance full-time and then the company shut down and I had to transfer to a new full-time ambulance company um and just like with everything going on I got so burnt out that I felt like I wasn't being um I don't know I just wasn't I didn't feel like I was being the best EMT that I could possibly be mm-hmm. um and to me that really matters like I f- really feel the need to be the best I can possibly be all the time. Like I will give 110% when I only have 50% to give. Um, And I think that's something that's always been true about me. It's just important to me. I want every person who interacts with me to have the best possible version of me when they meet me. Um, Which isn't to say like I'm perfect. Obviously like I cry, I break down, I need help. It's just like being human. Obviously Um, I cry, but like... (laughs) Obviously I cry, but um, I do really... I really want everyone I interact with to like have had a positive experience and like feel that I gave them my full attention and I showed up for them and I supported them. And I didn't feel like I could do that for my patients, um, which was huge for me because patient care is like any seasoned paramedic will tell you that patient care is more important than how much technical knowledge you have because you can 
talk people out of suicide by being supportive of them. Mm-hmm. But, like, heavily sedating them and medicating them to keep them from committing suicide doesn't actually aid them. It just floods their system with, you know, it might aid them in the moment because it will bring them down from mania and, like, help them calm down. But it's not actually supportive to their healing long term. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sort of, like, came to the peak when... I was actually on shift at the second ambulance company um, that I was working for this past year. And we were just waiting. We have two stations that are like concrete stations and the rest are just locations that we park at that are staged like all around our area. Um, And I just remember like my medic asked me if I wanted to sit down and I said no like obviously now in retrospect as an EMT with medical knowledge it's crazy that I wanted to stand up instead of sitting down but I told her I wanted to stand up and I was feeling dizzy she was like okay like how dizzy are you and I was like I don't know not super like the room's not spinning but I'm a little dizzy and she ran a full set of vitals on me and I didn't have a fever but I was really flushed which is like can be a sign of distress or trauma um usually like severe trauma you'll be pale rather than pink Mm -hmm. but um it can happen that people will get really sweaty when they start to get flustered and my heart rate was really high and I actually have like a chronically low heart rate from being an athlete and being in the fire service my heart rate resting is always pretty low um and so is my blood pressure but my blood pressure had spiked and so I was actually mandated to take time off work um and when I went to go see my doctor I see a holistic practitioner and a Kaiser doctor because I have like a slew of health issues that's unrelated to this one instance. Um, But the holistic practitioner actually said that he did a stress test and he actually like thought that the blood pressure spike was due to essentially being a high strung person. Like Mm -hmm. I just am so stressed out all the time that he thought it sort of like accumulated into this. Um, so I had to take time off work and I'd like kind of slowly been building my photography business over quarantine. Um, but it really like, this was the pinnacle of me deciding like, okay, I cannot put stress on my body. The doctor had essentially told me like, I didn't need to be on bed rest level of resting, but he was like, your only priority right now should be getting better and resting. And to me, like, I am such a busy body. I'm always trying to be productive. I'm always trying to do things. So like to me, resting was finding a job that was restful to me yeah um and every we're go 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 people we never like I hate having downtime I really do hate having downtime and like literally every photographer I know will totally tell you like oh photography is not an easy job it's not it's not an easy (laughs) job Abby's a photographer she knows um and I'm definitely not discrediting that but to me like being a photographer is a restful job even when I'm like well when you're preparing from a firefighter yeah right so like when I was moving from like literally my job was saving people's lives and like People who work as EMTs know that when we say that, it's, like, a blanket statement. Like, a lot of the calls we go on are, like, helping people get off of bathroom floors who are older people who can't stand up. Or are, like, going places where someone runs out and is, like, oh, my God, my kid's on the floor. They overdosed. And we get in there and the kid's, like, sitting on the ground talking. And, like, they took three more Advil than they were supposed to and the parents flipped out, you know. Mm. Um, And, like, that kid in that scenario is, like, an 18-year-old, you know. Like, uh a lot of the calls we go on, I'm not trying to minimize, like, patient stress whatsoever, but a lot of the calls we go on are advertised via 
patient to 911 to us as being way more severe than they are when we get there which isn't to say that like emts should go in with the mindset that it's going to be less severe no um like obviously you go with the urgency as if like every situation is a heart attack even if you get there and they literally need a band-aid like when i was 16 i literally got off the engine with the program that i was in that i was talking about earlier um and the address was at a Pete's Coffee. Like, I will never forget this. And we walked in, and someone had called because this older man had tripped on the curb. And, like, the older man was just sitting there, and he was so sweet. And he was like, oh, sweetheart, like, I'm fine. Thank you so much for coming to check on me. Like, just the sweetest, sweetest older man. Um, and I was like, okay, sir, like, not a problem at all. You know, I'm just happy to, like, see you're okay. We just, you know, we like to come and check on you regardless. Um, we still, like, are... If we get a call, we still will take a set of vitals in case something happened internally that we couldn't see, um, and we'll kind of, like, run through the process, but literally, like, the treatment we ended up giving him was a literal band-aid, like, (laughs) a band-aid on his hand, a thank you, and a set of vitals, and we left, and, like, that's, I don't know, that's normal, and it's just funny, like, going from that to photography, Mm-hmm. and like being surrounded by all these photographers who are like oh my god I have the most stressful job ever and yeah. I was like wow dude this job's a break like this job's well and it's like it I felt so easy it's not easy because now yeah. that I've been doing it full-time for a month like there are so many things you deal with where you're like oh my god customer service is rough when you're the boss making oh all gosh, the calls totally because I totally have had like not bashing any specific people but generally I totally have had interactions with clients of mine where I'm just like how could you ever 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 think that like expecting that of someone who runs their whole business and every like your social media manager that's me your photographer that's me your editor that's me your web designer that's me yeah the person you speak to on the phone when you call my business is me like I can't wear all these hats and keep every single person perfectly happy yeah 100% of the time and I think like Customers expect that, and like I said, like, I'm someone who gives 110 to everything I do. Totally. Um, and everyone in my family will totally attest to that. They'll be like, yeah, she goes hard, and if she can't go hard, she doesn't show up. You know, like, I will never put myself in a situation where I can't give 100%. Well, I think you and I, that's something that you and I have in common, too. It's like, you and yes. I are both go big or go home people. 100%. I feel like that's also, like, that's why our friendship worked so well immediately. Because yeah, totally. I was like, hey, Ab, like, I'll show up for you a thousand percent of the time yeah. if you do for me. Yeah, you know? totally. And, like, it's always been that way. Yeah, totally. I still remember, like, I remember the first time I met you was at, um, Kayla's wedding. Kayla's wedding, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I like I remember Abby gave like the cutest, cutest, cutest maid of honor speech ever, and she literally like started her speech by being like, "So both my sisters just got married." <laughs> <laughs> to be and... fair, to be fair, I was drunk at Michaela's wedding. Drunk. Oh. I was so. Have you seen the pictures of the dance? Yes. Of dancing? Yes. I'm, like, giving it my all. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm oh. going ham. I'm going um, ham. And I you and I bonded it. on the dance floor. Oh, my God. I still remember Justin being, like, I'm not dancing. I'm just not going to do it. And me being, like, you You're will dancing. dance or I will go home. Yeah, like, right. And you got go. him to dance. I remember Phil being, like, he's going to marry her because no one ever got Justin to dance I know. before he was with me. I know, I know. Um, but I would, like, Abby's speech, I, like, will never forget this because <laughs> Abby's, like, like amazing first of all but also just like loves everyone in her circle so deeply that like Mm -hmm. her sisters getting married were 
it was huge for you. I felt like it was like this huge life changing moment for oh, you. Oh, it was. And it's not just like, both of my sisters I'm got a, married like in, in the span of four like months. Four months. Four yeah. months apart from each other. Yeah. And it's not like a thing where where you're just like, oh yeah, like I'm a proud little sister. Like cool that my sisters got married. Like your family is your life. So for you to like essentially like let your sisters leave the inner family circle to like make their own family systems like abby's speech literally was like so since both my sisters are getting married this year like that just leaves me i'm the last sister i'm the last and honestly that's sad for me you know like and i just remember being like dang that's a good chick right there like this girl has such a big heart and i like as a super proud little sister of a really amazing big sister totally get that like when my sister gets married I'm totally gonna lose it when I give a speech you know um but it's just like it's such a testament to Abby's heart and like how much she cares about other people for sure Mm because it's just like like I hope that everybody in Abby's life wants Abby to speak at their wedding that's all I'm saying (laughs) please do like seriously here's the thing when it came to my sister's speeches at their weddings you should have been there for Olivia's wedding did you cry a lot Oh, I cried like I. Cr- you totally held it together at Michaela's. I did, I did. The only, but the only, the only reason why I cried at Olivia's wedding, giving my speech, is because I'm so close to Jacob. Like yeah. it was yeah, nothing yeah. like to do with like my sisters at all <laughs> during my speeches. Like literally, what like at Olivia's wedding when I'm giving uh, like Olivia's speech, like my speech was like really funny. Yeah, because it's like I was like I remember like my first hit and run was with Olivia. And she yeah. just screamed at me to take off and just pretend like it never happened. Oh my god! And like, and like, you can't every- tell me that I work in public safety. Don't <laughs> tell me things like that. It was so funny though, and everyone, everyone is like laughing their asses off while I'm giving my speech, and it's like totally lighthearted. And then I get to Jacob, and I literally stop like mid sentence and just break oh, down, baby. crying. And Olivia, oh, no. after even Emily, Emily, when she gave her speech, Emily, she's as soon as she started talking about Jacob, and just like not even just talking about Olivia, talking about Jacob and Olivia. Emily starts crying. And Emily didn't even cry when she gave her main, main of honor speech at Rachel's wedding. And like Dude, Emily never cries. Like she, when she never cries. She she just broke. Actually, literally all the pillow stores, Wendy's the only one who cries. Yeah. Jacob cries if he's really mad. Justin, I've literally seen we've been together for almost two and a half years. Yeah. We've lived together literally since the day we started dating because he spent the night at my house and then like never ever left because I didn't want him to leave and he never wanted to leave. Yeah. Um, but, like, I've literally seen him cry two tears, two singular tears the entire time we've been together, and it had nothing to do with, like, any earthly presence at all, literally. Like, the only time I've ever seen him cry was at church. Yeah. That's it. Like, no one has seen Justin. He doesn't cry. Yeah. M doesn't cry. Rachel, I've, like, I don't even think I've seen Rachel sad before. I've seen her really mad. Mm-hmm. I've seen her frustrated. I've seen her happy. I've seen her excited. Right. I've seen her, like, emotional. Like, when we got engaged, Rachel was emotional. But she wasn't, like, crying emotional. She didn't even, like, there wasn't even tearing up. She was just like, oh, really sweet moment, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Um, also, like, I'm literally sitting in this living room. Abby and I are in the living room where I got proposed to, like, where Justin and I got engaged. And, like, sitting here almost, like, to the date a year later is so strange because, like, I just, like, this room felt so much bigger when 20 people's attention was on me. Yeah, right. Next week, or, like, this year would be next week. Two weeks. Two weeks from now. Almost two weeks, yeah. yeah. Two weeks from now will be a year since we got engaged and, like, sitting here is ridiculous, like, thinking about, like, 
looking at everyone's face and being like, oh my god, everybody's looking at me. Yeah. Why is everybody looking at me? Yeah. Um, he proposed to you on Christmas. Yeah, he asked me to marry him on Christmas last year. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, they aren't emotional. They're not and emotional. And it's like, when, when I was... Yeah, and it's like Emily just broke down when she gave her speech. Mm-hmm. And literally, she even cried when I gave my speech. And like, she was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I cried when you gave your speech, and I literally, that was the first night I met anyone in that family. Yeah. Actually, when, oh my God, I will never forget it. So, like, two weeks ago, Michaela and I were on the phone just talking about business stuff, and like, she was getting my advice on how to contact um, like big name photographers to mm-hmm. work. She's a makeup artist, and she was asking. This is my like sister, how, Michaela. This is, is she technically the older of your twin sisters? Yeah, or, Michaela's okay, yeah. older. She's, She's the older oldest. by a minute. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say by a minute or two. Um, but she had basically called, like, asking, like, how to get in touch with bigger photographers. And, like, I just remember, like, while we were on the phone, I was thinking about the first time I met her. And she's literally in her wedding dress. And I'm just, like, at that point, basically, like, a stranger that this little brother figure of hers is like now dating you know mm. it's just like so so funny yeah yeah um and justin's like actually older than michaela by four years yeah about four years four years um but i totally just something about marriage like really ages people like i feel like like michaela's immediately older than all of us now because she got married even though yeah, that's absolutely right. not true or like emily was like oh i totally thought you were way older than me because i was in this like stable relationship and then engaged to her older brother so yeah. like Em's actually my older sister, technically. Yeah, but totally. But she always, like, talks about me being her older sister, which is cute. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just, like, I was on the phone with Michaela, and I just couldn't stop thinking about, like, how crazy it was that the first time I met literally any of you guys. And, like, if you guys don't know about, like, the Pillisdorf and Thompson connection, like, basically the moms in each family system have been best friends forever, and, like, both families grew up together. So they basically all grew up with way more siblings than they actually had by blood. Totally, totally. Um, Did you feel like when you were meeting us, you were meeting his, like, more of his family? Well, so, like, the first time I met Justin's family, I met everybody. I think, actually, we picked up, did we pick up Wendy at work the same day as family dinner? No, so, like, I had met Justin's parents. His sister was at work. His brother wasn't living here, and his sister, like, obviously wasn't living here because she'd been married for a year and a half when I met Justin, right? Kevin and Rachel are about to be married for five years this year. Yes. They or will. six. No, six years. Six years. Okay, I so think, I guess. So, because you guys started dating in 2018, right? Yeah, and they got married in 2016. 14, 16. No, 15. 2015. 15. So, they, um, they were married for three years. Three years. Okay, yeah. So, um... We, so at the time, Justin's car was either in the shop or, like, wasn't working. So he was driving Wendy's car, his mom. So we, like, went to go pick her up at work. And I remember the first time she got in the car. And, like, (laughs) if you guys don't know Wendy, she's just, she's precious. She's, like, (laughs) literally an angel. Um, Everyone who meets her is, like, wow, what a kind human being. Um, She literally, she's just the best mother-in-law ever, but she has such a huge heart, and it, like, shows every time she talks to someone. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's, like, she's not even, like, a small person or presence, but, like, something about the way that she said this just made me feel like she was so small, which is so funny. But she got in the back of the car, and she was, like, Hey, um, takes a second. Sorry, I'm really nervous. (laughs) That's the first thing Justin's mom ever said to me. And I was like, don't be nervous. It's okay. You're fine. You're nervous. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's just, it was so funny. And then we drove home, and we're, like, waiting for a little bit. I'm kind of talking to Wendy, kind of talking to Justin. Um, and then Phil, Justin's dad, like, walks in the door. And, like, it didn't really register for him, I don't think, who I was at first. Because he just, like, looks up, and he's like, oh, hey. And literally takes, like, two steps towards their closet, which is, like, three feet from, like, the center area of their kitchen, inside their kitchen island. And he, like, slowly, like, cartoon slow, turns around, looks at me with just his head, and his body's, like, still facing the direction he was walking to put his coat away in the closet. And he's like, oh, hey. I was like, Phil, hey, hi, I'm Phoebe. Like, nice to meet you. Um... (laughs) I'm never going to forget it. It was so funny. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, like, we, I just kind of, like, came by to meet his parents. And then we left. And his mom, like, immediately texted and was like, hey, does she want to go to family dinner on Sunday? And I thought, like, at that point, I think I either just learned or I hadn't yet learned that he had three th- siblings. I think I knew that, like, in the beginning and I'd sort of forgotten about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, sure, that's so sweet that they'd, like, think to invite me. Like, I'm so new. That's so sweet. Mm-hmm. And I literally walked in and I was expecting, like, at max it would be the five people in his family that weren't him. And I walked in and, like, Josh and Lori were he- or um, Josh and Keena were here. Lori and Mike were here that time. Um... Rachel and Kev and just Aiden at that point because Brady wasn't born yet and Aiden was a tiny, tiny baby. Um, but literally, like, 13 people are sitting in their kitchen, which is, like... You're meeting the whole family tree. Literally. Like, I walked in and I was like, babe, you told me it was going to be family dinner. He's like, yep, this is my family dinner. And I was like, every seat in your house is taken. Like, <laughs> there's no room. Like, where do I even sit? Like, yeah. the table are... People are already... Every family dinner. There's already people sitting on the couch because the dining table's not big enough. There's already people sitting at, like, the bar on the kitchen island because the table's not big enough. People sometimes even sit outside if it's warm because it's, like, nice to, like, spread out so people can actually sit comfortably and visit. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, like... It was so funny. I was, like, so taken aback. So then when... He was like, oh, yeah, there's, like, a couple more family members you're going to meet at this wedding. Mm-hmm. At that point, like, I'd already been going to family dinners for actually like, pretty close to a year. I started coming to family dinners here in October of 18, and they got married in June. June? Yeah, yeah, they June? got married in June. Okay, so not quite a year, but, like, a little over six months, mm-hmm. eight months I'd been going to family dinners. So when I met your family, I was just like, ah, oh, whatever. Just a couple more people. Like... <laughs> Just throw them in there. I'll I get them all. Too. You know, it's fine. Um, I mean, there's still, like, a couple family members that, like... Did you hear about, like, the Thompson family, though? I totally had, like, mostly by, like, way of phone call. Because, like, Laura Thompson would always pop up on Wendy's phone. And, like, we're just... I feel like the whole family system... I'm, like, including myself in the Pillar system now. Um, we're all super trusting people. So, like, it's not uncommon for one of us to be out of the room, our phone to ring, and walk back into the room to someone else having picked up our phone. It like, gets very normal. Um, and so I just saw, like, Laura Thompson, Laura Thompson, Laura Thompson. And, like, a couple times I think I might have even picked up your mom calling Wendy mm-hmm. and then just been like, hey, when the phone's on for you, it's Laura, and, like, not actually said anything on the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I yeah, I just feel like I'd, I'd met your mom before, but, like, I don't really remember because I was in school so much during, like, the first few months of us dating. Yeah. That, like, literally the whole, like, first six to eight months of our relationship, all I remember is, like, school, not sleeping that much, being super thankful that Justin was, like, around to make sure that I ate and had clean clothes on. And yeah. that's, like, just it. You right. know, that's it. That's yeah, all I there remember. you go. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
And, like, I mean, obviously I remember, like, little things around the beginning of our relationship that were really sweet. But I don't remember, like, who I met when other than his parents and his immediate family or anything like that. You know what's something I really want to talk about really quickly um, before we have to go? Um, Yeah, totally. Because one of the things that I was, that I was like, wow, like, that's really cool that she, because you, because the pillow stars are a pretty Christian-based family. Yes. And you did not grow up in that at all. No. No. Like, really not at all. So, and you started going to church with Justin, and neither did, Justin kind of went away from that, too. Yeah, he left Christianity when he was about 12. Yeah. And then he kind of came, and then you guys both came back Mm -hmm. and, like, wanted to try it because they were starting to go to the Promise Center. Yeah, and I had, like, so I grew up in Point Reyes, which is, like, an incredibly Catholic Latino community. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally was one of two white people in my class. Everybody was bilingual. Like, I grew up, I don't want to say I grew up being fluent in Spanish or anything, but I did grow up learning how to speak Spanish. Um, and I just remember, like, there was always these, like, beautiful Catholic church services for every big event. Like, I think I probably went to maybe, like, ten baptisms and communions like Mm -hmm. throughout my childhood but it wasn't like we never went to church on Sundays if I did I went with friends of mine I never went with my family um my dad's actually Episcopalian which is a branch of Christianity my mom's like I don't know somewhere between agnostic and atheist I think she's more agnostic which means like for people who don't know that's like you believe that there's a higher power or like a bigger source but you don't know what it is and you don't identify it by a single title um, I feel like I explained that well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I actually always grew up wanting to go to church. So when Why? I... Why? What, what makes you want to go to church? Um, I guess, like, community, curiosity. I actually transferred out of, like, a very, very prestigious private high school to go to Catholic school, like, looking for that sense of community and looking for that fulfillment that I had been kind of, like, waiting for my whole life, like, wondering what was on the other side of that um and I went to Catholic school and I was like I do not understand like I don't want to say like the hype about Catholicism but I just did not understand Catholics at all I had a Catholic boyfriend in high school um three guys before Justin um we were together for like two years he was like my first high school sweetheart um my first love actually and we were together for like about two years and his family was like very deeply Catholic um and I just didn't understand it I didn't understand like, I I still have no idea which saints belong to which, even, like, parts of the Bible or belong to, like, what saints belong to what traits, essentially, you know? Um, or, like, what teaching are attached to what saints. I don't understand it. It was too complex, complex for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, so you I just... actually thought, though... <laughs> this is like so funny but when I came to Justin's parents house for the first time we have like our church the logo is just like a big p with two circles around it um for promise center and like they everyone in Justin's family has like sweatshirts with the logo and mugs with the logo and I literally thought it was for Pillisdorf I just thought they were like (laughs) I just thought it was part of the clan you know we all have merch for our name (laughs) um like, wow, they're really I mean, proud of their last name. Well, let's be real. Everyone in this family totally is. Like, Justin was like, you are taking my last name, right? Like, <laughs> Wendy. <laughs> Wendy is, like, nodding in the hallway. Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. We're proud of it. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, I remember, like, right after we got engaged, too, Phil being like, oh, you're going to be a PP like me. Because he's Phil Pillistorf and I'm going to be Phoebe Pillistorf. Yeah. I was like, wow, Phil, thanks. You just killed it. Like, thank you for that. <laughs> Um, 
But yeah, but I'm you were you've always kind of been drawn. To I've it. always been drawn to church. And Wendy actually just like casually was like, "Hey, we're going to church on Sunday. If you guys want to come, um, like before family dinner." And I was like, "Oh, okay. Like that sounds great." And Justin was like, "Oh, I don't know, mom. Like, because I think he didn't know. I don't even know if we talked about it at that point. Like he, I don't think he was aware that I was interested in church on my own. I feel like Justin really kind of checked out a long time ago when it came yes, to church, absolutely. and like God and all and all that. Well, yeah, and I just think, um. Like, even now, not that he isn't committed to his faith, he absolutely is, but yeah. um, I definitely still, like, if I want to pray together or I want to do Bible study together, I have to initiate it. He would never. He doesn't initiate no. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I really just started, I just started going with them every weekend. I really liked it. Our church is amazing. Yeah. Like, shout out to Promise Center. They really do so much good for the community, and they're such a welcoming church. Yeah, totally. Um, I remember Wendy and Phil, like, the first time that we went, being like, it's not really, like, a normal church. Like, you don't have to dress up. Bye, um, Wendy. Bye, Wendy. Have a good day. I'm in and out. I have to get a few things. Okay. Okay. Bye. No problem. Um, yeah, I just remember them being like, there's people with tattoos, there's interracial couples, there's gay couples, there's yeah. single parents. Like, things that you don't see in a lot of churches, even totally. modern churches now. Totally. Um, and that totally made me more inclined to go because a lot of my family is gay. Um, and so to me, that was like I needed to be part of a church that was accepting of the gay and community. Lovely. I was not going to go to a church that was essentially telling me that family members of mine were sinners for who they loved. Yeah. That's not something I believe in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely was like immediately drawn on my own. And it's even cooler that Justin also wanted to dive back into his faith at the same time that we started our relationship. It's been really cool. Um, it also just like, it's so, so nice to have something that's not about any specific person to talk about. Like when we sit down to family dinner, everyone in this family has Christianity in common. And if like someone is taking up too much airspace, like maybe someone had like a really bad day and it's been the focus of the conversation the whole night. All you have to do is, like, bring up church, and all of a sudden, everybody stops talking about themselves, and they all start talking about God, and that's really, really cool. Yeah. And it's also nice, like, when someone's having a bad time, everyone in the family system, like, we'll pray for them, we'll all pray together, we'll all sit, and we'll all talk about what's going on. Um, even with things that are really personal and, like, deeply hard to talk about and communicate about, yeah, it totally. makes it so much easier to talk about it when you have, like, God's love and support behind the conversation. Yeah, I think. totally totally oh I just thought that was so cool like when I heard that like you know I just thought I was like wow like Justin's going back to church that's like kind of a big deal totally because I think you know bye you know we grew up in a very 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 legalistic church Mm -hmm. you know me and my family and their family you guys all met at Nazarene church right no, my my mom Laura and Wendy they met at Mops. Moms oh yeah, the Mops of preschool students. Yeah, 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 that's how they met. And then my parents actually got married at the Nazarene Church. And oh, interesting! I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So they started. My mom had been going to the Nazarene Church for years and years, and that's how the Pillstars went to the Nazarene Church. Was through my family. Was through okay. my family. And then you guys all left because it just was not fitting the bill for. It your was not fitting. A lot of things were changing. There was some things that had come up that was so not like, you know, just. They weren't, like, it's just as soon as, like, if something happened, yeah, like, some, like, that would be considered, like, a huge no-no, we would kind of get shunned a little bit. Right. And so... Well, I remember Wendy even saying, like, 
not to bash anyone's church community if there's people listening to this who go there. But um, the Nazarene church, yeah, probably not. Not um, really, not really, because they would, they would, they would agree. I mean, because we grew right. up with like other families, you know, who you know, it's just it's so funny because it's like hanging out with like our friends who also went to that church and it's like I'm reconnecting with those people now totally. and they they feel the exact same way like that church was you know it there was great people there right there was such great people there but at the end of the day they weren't you know they're not as welcoming as promise center they I don't right you know I doubt that they would accept having a gay couple go in there no I just remember like I don't even know when I first heard of it, but I just remember, like, hearing, like, what happened to Jake being at Nazarene Church and, like, that yeah. impacted his entire life. Like, yeah. that's not... Well, yeah, I don't and it's like about it on the podcast, but... Right, no, and it's it like, super, when super that, hard. you know, and it's like, that was just, that, you know, we were like, well... <laughs> gonna go get Mabel. Hey. That's not what church community is about at yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But anyways, um, we'll close up with that. Um, thank you so much, Phoebe, for coming on the podcast. How do you feel? Thank you for having me. Um, I feel good. I feel like we have so many more things to talk about. There's and we'll talk about it more. Too. Yeah. Um, I, I plan on... So, oh, Phoebe and Justin, they are actually moving to Colorado in a few weeks. Yeah. And really so, soon. so the next podcast is going to come from Colorado. just north of Denver. Yeah. yeah. So well, she'll be back definitely for another podcast. And yeah, I hope everyone has a good day. Thank you so much for listening in on this podcast featuring Phoebe Marshall. Phoebe <laughs> one of my very, very good friends who's a photographer and just the best. And we love Phoebe. And yeah. Love you, Ab. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> Alrighty, thanks for listening in. And we will see you guys next time. Bye, guys. Part two. Part two.